There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. May I have your attention, please? What time do you have to be at the radio station? Like right now. Like right now? What is your echo in here? So early. So early. We still got a job to do. I, I get it, but why do you have to go so early? Because it's called uh, a Tuesday morning show. So you see, morning is actually in the name. Oh, right, right. Now, if you'll excuse me. It's showtime. It is. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my talk 1071 and live streaming on the internet at mytalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day, because Alexis is at home enjoying her family, ladies and gentlemen, Dawn McClain. Hello. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. And hi, Rob. How are you? Good morning. Doing well. <laughs> and, hey, boy, hey. And hey, girl, hey to all of you on this Tuesday, November 19th, 2019, 6.04 is the time. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to Tuesday, which is, which is America's most productive day of the week. Uh, yeah. We'll see about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to National Carbonated Beverage Day. Welcome to National Play Monopoly Day. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. Oh, this cheers. is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. coffee, coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Well, it is National Beverage Day or Carbonated Beverage Day. We may not have that exactly, but Dawn, how's your beverage this morning? Oh, it's great. I'm having some decaf, cuppity swill, um, but to make it taste okay. Acceptable? Yeah, I have a peppermint mocha. Cream Ooh. from Donna Valentine. Yeah. What a special flavor. Yes. I thought you were going to say peppermint schnapps. There oh. for well, I was hoping that too, but yeah. That would be a real change since I don't drink, but yeah. <laughs> you'd be like, what's happening? Peppermint mocha Donna Valentine. Yeah, she's getting real spicy. Special cream. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Okay. Rob? Yeah, what are you drinking? I'm doing uh, turmeric ginger tea. Mm. Okay. What yeah. is it? How? Uh, what's the flavor profile of that? Is it a little bitterness? Is it a little sour? What is that? It's more bitter than sour. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. But it's, it feels healthy and yeah. hot. Yeah. Hot and healthy. This doesn't hot and feel healthy. healthy, but that's okay. It's good. It's like dawn, hot and healthy. Oh, <laughs> that's hey. right. Yeah. Hey. And you, Jason? Mine is cold and not healthy. Mine is uh, <laughs> iced, and no, it's just a good old iced coffee. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Mmm. Mm. I was. I, I told Dawn on our conference call uh, before the show started that I took a. I took a. I took a day 
to take a dip in Lake Jason yesterday. I, I've been kind of running, 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 running and gunning for about two weeks um, with the, the, the uh, various new things. And yesterday I decided I, I wasn't going to go in. Um, I was going to do the two main jobs and then <laughs> go get a haircut from the mermaid. Yeah. And uh, and I did. And then I could not wait to get home to take an Alexis like nap. Oh, yeah. And I did. I felt like Lex. I the dogs jumped on the couch. I I positioned them around me. I snuggled in and mm. I slept for about two hard hours. Oh, nice! And I have not had a quality nap like that in a while. This was just a great nap. Oh! And I woke up, and then uh, Colin uh, had girls' night. So when I woke up, then I had the house to myself. So. I did what we talked about yesterday. I pediddled. I I went down to the gym. I uh, had a little take care of me moment, uh, and then I came back from the gym. And uh, I have an ab fab that I'll talk about later in the broadcast, but I'll mention it here for the six o'clock friends. And I, Dawn, I said to Dawn that I know she'll love it too. And I know you guys have probably seen it, depending on your algorithm and your Facebook ads. But I took a master class. Uh, last night from my business idol, uh, Disney CEO, Bob Iger. And if you don't know what Masterclass is, I'm telling you, I think you can gift it to people. Mm -hmm. I think you can buy like a membership. Guys, this is so fantastic because it's available on like just a website, but it's also an app. And if you have Apple TV, there's an app on Apple TV, so you can just watch these on your television, or you can watch it on your phone, your iPad. And what it is is experts in different areas do these classes for you. For instance, I signed up for Steve Martin uh, teaching comedy. I and then there are various courses, and they're beautifully shot beautifully edited they look like movies um annie lebowitz i signed up for her class uh she teaches photography um uh shonda rhimes talks about writing for television uh and and it goes on and on and on and on and i took bob's class uh yesterday like some of the lessons you know they're they're divided into 10 15 minute courses or lessons for instance with bob um, some of the little sections, one of them is called the art of negotiation. The next one is called the, the one I'm watching actually right now, uh, creating brand value. The next one is anticipating what consumers want. Oh. Um, the next one is called managing industry, industry disruption. And um, that one focuses on his strategy with Disney plus. Talking about the era that we're living in right now in entertainment, which the New York Times wrote about yesterday, talking about how this we are living through a huge movement in entertainment. Um, They equate it to uh, television going from black and white to color. Mm -hmm. They equate the era we're living in right now as silent movies to talkies that we are going through a huge uh, transition in entertainment, meaning the streaming revolution and how people are going to uh, people are consuming entertainment. So Bob talks about that. I'm just telling you, 
Dawn, I know, I, I know your personality. You would love these. Yeah, because I, I love school. Yes. <laughs> One of those nerds. <laughs> and I sat back. I had um, a big old, big old, my, my water bottle. I had the dogs. I was curled up. And I was learning from Bob, and I had a glorious night. It was so good. So Great. Six, yeah. So six o'clock, friends. A little early ad fab for you. I'm going to do it in uh, in more in depth in the eight. But just type in masterclass.com, everybody, and it'll show you how to sign up. I think it's pretty reasonable too. I think you can get like a yearly subscription, and you get access to everybody. Um, I haven't even I haven't even scratched the surface of all the people that have been uh, that do classes that so many times. Yeah, isn't it? And it's beautiful, isn't it, Dawn? It's oh, so yeah. well done. It's I think so Judd well. Apatow does screenwriting. Yes. Yeah. yes. So, oh, it was great. It was just a fantastic evening. So I'm feeling a little a little refreshed this Jazzy. morning. How, <laughs> little little yeah, a little motivated. How how was your night? Oh, it was good. Um, just hung out with MC and his kids yeah. and. Went to a basketball practice. One of his kids plays basketball. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And um, read, I'm reading The Shining still, trying to get that oh, so right. I can work, so I can start Dr. Sleep. Um, yeah. So that was my night, just, uh, you know, in between playing video games and, yeah. Oh, and also putting some lights on the tree. Now, I don't oh, know how you lights. feel about that, but sometimes the technique is different from person to person. I'll say that in a nice way. And I felt myself being a little bitchy about how the lights yep. were put on. I'm like, no, you need to have them towards the edge of the tree yep. so you get the fullness of the tree. Yes. Not only that, Dawn, but are you a white light kind of girl yeah. or a multicolored light kind of girl? Well, I used to be multicolored, and then um, someone told me it was white trash. So then I moved on to white lights. I'm like, I don't need that in my life. So, oh so um, what was purchased was white ones, and yeah. they're, the, they're not icicle shaped anymore. The, these are round balls that you can get at Target. They're really pretty. Oh, and yes. So red and white is what was purchased. That's beautiful. So alternating red and white, but. I'm a white light, uh, but I do not. I do not subscribe to that uh, the the white trash thing or the trash thing. <laughs> right. No, and I please, enjoy. If you have colored lights, my God, don't take it from me. I don't know what I'm talking about. I enjoy a good colored light okay, set, good. but I my Christmas tree is white lights. So mm, my mom at one point changed from all of our cute homemade ornaments to like a very you know, Dayton's lobby type tree. You know, oh, that's seriously? all pretty with the perfect ornaments. I'm like, okay. Okay. Merry yeah. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Where's my everybody? old ornament from first grade? Exactly. Thanks, Mom, <laughs> for making a fancy. <laughs> hey, guys, November is here, and we have new prizes up for grabs in the My Talk Listener Rewards treasure chest. You can enter to win a $350 gift card to Lunds and Byerly's. Um, and movie passes galore. We also have Disney on Ice tickets, a Downton Abbey Christmas dinner, which I got to find out. What is that? That sounds fantastic. Mm. And much more. If you want information on our listener rewards treasure chest, just head to our website. When we come back, Dawn is following the cutest darn thing on Twitter. Oh, I know. It's like, it's cute aggression. (laughs) It is, totally. And an unfortunate moment on live television. (laughs) That and more upon our return. Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything delicious hotness. That's right. I'm Jace with Lex, who's enjoying some time off with her family. 
Don McLean sliding over into the co-host seat. Rob's uh, helping us out, and we greatly appreciate it. Uh, 6.20 is the time. Don, who are you following on Twitter? Oh, my God. I am obsessed. I don't know what drew me to this. I think I just saw somebody's tweet, and you talked about it the other day. I didn't really understand um, what it was, but I am following Baby Yoda Mm -hmm. on Twitter. Yeah. It is the cutest damn thing I've ever seen. Oh, God. It's just so cute. Beyond adorable. Oh, I just, I hope there are products because I want a puppet. Like, what can I get that's Baby Yoda? Oh, everything. I mean, there's going to be, there's going to be puppets, surely. Oh, yeah. There's going to be I mean, there has to be. I have to have Uh, a product. I hope that when I go down to Disney for the holidays, they better have some merchandise ready to go. <laughs> you better have some damn Baby Yoda puppets. Seriously, or something, because Baby Yoda is from yeah from the Mandalorian, and they uh, spoiler alert they introduced him at the end of the first episode, and then um, he plays a really big part in episode two. We don't know anything about him, though. Oh, um, we don't know. Um, we don't know anything about him. He's if everyone's doing their math right, because remember, everybody, the Mandalorian takes place after Return of the Jedi. Right. So Yoda, Yoda has passed away. So this is a another member of Yoda's species. This is another um, of, of another thing of Yoda's species. So it's not Yoda. It's not Yoda. Okay, but... No, but it's baby it Yoda, Yoda because yeah, it's a Yoda creature. But we don't know anything... Well, something was revealed in episode two, and I'm not going to say anything, but we we know very little about baby Yoda. Oh. We don't know. We don't know where baby Yoda came from. We don't know. No, nothing. So I'm I'm very excited. Very, very excited to see this unfold because I want to know. Yeah, I can't say anything more. It's so good. Thank you. But uh, yeah, it, this thing is adorable. This oh, is. Oh, God. You just want to pick it up and squeeze it. Things are oh. people are really funny on Twitter about how much they are obsessed with Baby Yoda. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, if you go to the it's just Baby Yoda on Twitter. You can yep. go to my Twitter Don at Dark and and see I've retweeted some Baby Yoda. It's so cute everybody. Mandalorian's on Disney Plus by the way. Um so I have something yeah. I'm bringing something to the table that's just um that's just um in the 11-year-old boy collection. Mm. And that is, but it's trending. I'm not the only one. Sure. Uh, on Chris Matthews last night on uh, Hardball on MSNBC, Chris is interviewing a uh, congressman about the impeachment hearings. Okay. Now, um, Don, have you heard this yet? No. Okay. Brother Rob, have you heard this yet? Uh-uh. Okay. Um, people are saying that there is a loud, audible fart um, <laughs> at the end of this interview. Okay. Now, when I heard this uh, headline, I thought, oh, please, it'll just be like this. Like that, you know? Listen, listen to this. No, We're on the phone listening to the president talk about this swap of dirt for U.S. military aid. Chris, so far, the evidence 
is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. And the complaint that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. Oh, my God. Oh, I mean, he did pause there. Do you think he was trying to slip it out? I don't know, but he paused. Cheat in an election. He he is denied. Chris, so far, the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. It was like an exclamation point. Yeah, cheat. I mean, it sounded like it vibrated the chair. It was intense. The congressman is denying that he tooted. Um, It's uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. Oh, my God. Now, what was Chris Matthews' face? Was it a split screen? No, unfortunately, it was just... Oh, oh, God. God. I, can you imagine I, in the control room? The oh, no. I can, oh, the producers were, believe me, I know. <laughs> they were dying. Dying, everyone. Oh, man, that's oh, pretty good. That made me, I was in the gym when I heard that, and I was like, on the treadmill, I was listening to it over and over and over and over again. Oh, excuse me. Oh, oh man, that's good. <laughs> it is coming up on 626 when we come back. A breakthrough, maybe, in the Taylor Swift feud. Plus, Kylie Jenner makes a huge announcement. That Mora when we return. And now, a hilarious, and we use that term loosely, dad joke. That's a good one, dad. From Alexis. Here's one from listener Linda. Why did the pilgrim's pants always fall down? Because they wore their belt buckles on their hats. <laughs> this has been a dad joke. Very funny, dad. Hilarious. From Alexis. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jason and Alexis <laughs> in the morning. I'm I talk 1071. I'm Jace with Dawn and Rob. It's coming up on uh, 632. Speaking of Alexis, I texted her last night and uh, she texted back and she wanted me to tell everyone she's doing just fine and the baby's doing just fine. So Great. wanted to pass that on. Um, I told her, I said, I said, Dawn and I were talking. I said, I'm going to leave you alone after this. I said, I just, <laughs> I said, I just, I wanted a response. I said, I just want to make sure my girl's okay. I I said, but um, I said, if I don't text for a while, I said, it's not because I don't love you. It's just you guys, as Dawn has said a lot, you guys deserve this time. You don't need to worry about me or responding to text messages or anything like that. Instant messages through Instagram. Anything. (laughs) No, I just said you, you enjoy you and your family and you waited a long time for this. So, but she's doing great. She wanted me to tell everybody. So, yeah. Awesome. 632, uh, sit back, relax, grab a crumpet, grab a bagel, uh, grab a Bud Light, whatever you have for breakfast. It's time for the big story of the day. Now the big deal. It's time for... It's colossal. It's stupendous. It's massive. It's so big you wouldn't even believe it. This is huge news. What's so big about it? Well, we have two big stories. Two big personalities. Don, let's start with you. I normally don't give a rat's rear about these people, but I find the the business aspect of them interesting, and specifically this this move, this story that you have. Yes, so Kylie Jenner, who is the billionaire in the family... Uh, she's the youngest and has the most money because of her cosmetics brand. She has just sold 51% stake in her cosmetics brand, Kylie Cosmetics, to Cody... 
for six hundred million. Uh, <clears throat> wow. Yeah. A- now, if you remember Cody, they made like perfume in the eighties. I can't really yeah. recall any type of makeup makeup products, but they're wanting to be in the game now, and she's the only one doing it because other cosmetics brands are. Uh, on you know down right now yeah. sephora is down estee lauder l'oreal elf they're all complaining about um quarters that were very down so the only one who's making any money out there is kylie jenner it looks like um so you know why is she doing this i i'm just curious maybe she's like i've made what? enough money i mean honestly i i don't understand um why she would I mean, why would not sell them forty nine percent and still be the largest shareholder in this? I maybe she's just mm, done with it. Maybe I was just gonna say maybe, you know, maybe she's just realizing she wants to be in her twenties. Maybe she just wants she's made her money. <clears throat> True. She has nothing to prove in this arena. No. Maybe she just it's kind of like with Bethany Frankel. May, uh, when you know Bethany Frankel sold a portion of Skinny Girl. Uh huh. She's like I just don't have the bandwidth. I don't have the bandwidth anymore to deal with all of this. Yeah. The day to day, the me. Maybe that's where Kylie is. Maybe Kylie just wants to be a young woman and, and raise her child and raise her child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You. Know, they're not really saying because um, the reason was vague. You know, um, uh-huh. six hundred million though. That's that's higher than any other cosmetics company has ever sold. I mean, obviously, it's probably no don't surprise. W- I, this sounds. This sounds like I'm directing the question at you because you're a woman, and mm-hmm. I don't mean to be stereotypical, but I am curious. When you said that the industry is down altogether, do you have any opinion? Why? I mean, I can understand why some, like you know, brick and mortar retail is down. I understand that because of the explosion of online shopping, uh-huh. and more and more people are 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 going to their computer instead of getting in their car and going to Kmart. I'm shocked that the cosmetic the cosmetics brand uh, the cosmetics uh, uh, arena is seeing losses. Yeah, uh, it's it's weird. I'm not sure they're specifically complaining these companies are complaining that they have sagging sales for color cosmetics like blush, eyeshadow and lipstick. <gasps> I think maybe this could be, I know that as a mature woman, (laughs) I don't really switch that up very much. I'm not putting on one day electric green eyeshadow or, you know, bright purples that is very dramatic. I'm not really experimenting at this point in my life in makeup. I kind of know what looks good on me and, you know, what if I go out of that box, it feels weird and unnatural. I used to do that. So maybe it's just that the, the, the younger generation um, of what are they called? Gen X, Gen Y, Gen, Gen, y? Gen Z, Gen, Gen Z, Gen Z, Gen Z, Gen Z. Yeah. Gen Z people are. I know uh, millennials for sure are more conservative with their money. They're not out there blowing a bunch of money on things because they're afraid of the economy and they have all these student loans and you know they're just not buying things frivolously. Yeah. Because they're afraid of their future. They can't afford it. They can't yes. afford it. So maybe that's what it is. Yeah, you know, maybe that, that is. That generation is the one they depend on to sort of go out and buy these big lip kits and makeup kits. They're like, but I need to make sure I can pay my rent. Well, because what's, <laughs> what's what's fascinating is when there is an economic downturn, when when there is a recession or even a slowing of the economy, 
the one sector that always does well is is within cosmetics lipstick. Yeah. Because it's a it's an economical way. This is according to reports and this mm-hmm. is according to it's the economical way for a woman to feel pretty. Even if she doesn't have a lot of money, lipstick is pretty attainable. So that never falters. It's almost like, you know, uh, uh, in a, a, in a, what do they call it? That, that type of thing. A, a recession-proof business. Like funerals. People are still going to die during a recession. So, so that's why it's fascinating to me that the, yeah. the cosmetics... But maybe I, yeah. I, I if it's the specific colors, the co- you know those big color it. palettes where you've got you know bright orange and pink, you know it's just I don't know, just not something hmm. that I do. But I see a lot of people that I feel so old saying this, but the young, young people are the ones yeah, that are wearing you know experimenting on Instagram and all their you know their stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm just well, especially with the explosion dawn of all you know. Hundreds of people are making careers out of doing makeup tutorials on YouTube. Speaking right. of youngins, uh, the, what was that guy? The, the guy that was in a feud with the other makeup James tutorial Charles. woman. Thank you. So yeah. people are still doing makeup. I but. mean, I have I have certain brands that I have to. Well, not have to, but there are certain <laughs> high end things that I buy specifically. Yeah. And when I go into Ulta or Sephora, I'm spending like $120 for a few items. <laughs> Rob just looked at me like, what? Yeah. There, you know, my eyeliner, I have to yeah, have like it. a certain kind of eyeliner that I like that doesn't run. And it's almost like a marker that you put on. And that, then I have um, some under eye primer that I use. Um, I have some perfume that I use. Uh, a couple of other products that are like I have these are things that are at a ho- higher quality and yeah. standard than other products out I, there. Things you're willing to spend some money on. Exactly. Yep, uh, I and, get it. and then the color palettes and things like that, those are very generic to me. I know that some of them have a lot of a lot of color packed into them and the cheaper brands don't have as much color, but um but yeah, I you know, to me I can just get that from L'Oreal, you know, yep. some eyeshadow. If know. you look good, we that's that's Vidal Sassoon. <laughs> Rob, who do, Rob, who do we have on the phone? Yeah, uh, Nikki. Nikki, let's go ahead and put her up. Hi, Nikki. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Um. So, like you, Don, I think every woman and now you know men and everybody in between has like their staple products that they always go to. Mm-hmm. But I think part of the reason, along with not wanting to spend a crony is stop the money on kind of things that we maybe don't use as staples. I just think there's an oversaturation of companies mm. now oh. and indie brands and all the beauty gurus that you just mentioned. You know, you can have a career on YouTube of putting on makeup, and I'm very much one of the viewers of all of those people mm-hmm. out there watching the tutorials and things, and they're all coming out with their own brands. So I just think there's just too many things out there now and yeah that partially it's, might be contributing to it oversaturation oh, oversaturation yeah and it's splitting the market so oh, that's a good theory yeah. nikki i didn't even think about that there's too much so the, the 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 consumer pool is only so big and it's spread over now 50 100 brands when back in the day it was estee lauder yeah. and clinique yep <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was it you had like two things that you picked from and that was the whole you know you have your whole gambit from yeah from one line and now there's just hundreds and hundreds and they're coming out left and right 
I'll wow. say it again. My talkers are smart. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Love Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Yeah, that's that makes sense. I didn't even think about that. Because, yeah, she's right. Like, when my mom worked at Carson Peary Scott, mm-hmm. the makeup counter, she every she only got Clinique. Yeah. That's all. And she got one item from Estee Lauder. That was it. <clears throat> she had one specific thing she loved at Estee Lauder. The rest was for Clinique. And that was it. And that's your choices. You had Clinique, Estee Lauder, CoverGirl. Yeah, my L'Oreal. My my uh, cousin Bethany was a um, in California like a beauty contestant. She was like mm-hmm. Miss in the Miss California pageant for a while, and she was Miss Estee Lauder for oh, a year. Goodness. So she actually has had well, Estee Lauder is now past, of course. Yeah, but she had lunch with Estee Lauder and like met her, and then she would send us. Bethany would send us Estee Lauder products. So I grew up on that as. A teenager like my special little Estee Lauder kit that I got, you know. Oh, you were oh, fancy. Yeah. <laughs> I al- I have always thought that a great premise for an HBO or FX type show, because I want some saucy language, mm-hmm. would would be the lives of cosmetic counter ladies. Because I just think, because, you know, they work on, yeah. uh, a good chunk of them work on commission. And from what I understand, back in the day, maybe not now, but I would do it like a vintage show, like maybe in the 70s and 80s. That's a great idea. You know what I mean? Because it is cut, from what I understand, from my mom's days at Carson Peary Scott, mm-hmm. it is cut throat. Like, those women will cut you if you get in on their, their, <laughs> their clients. Sale, their clients. Oh, yes. yes. They make commission. I've, I've always thought it would make a really, it would make a good premise for a, a cable show because again i want some saucy language up in there yeah. <laughs> 643 a breakthrough uh, possibly with taylor swift and her feud with uh, scooter braun will she be able to perform at the ama as i'll talk about uh, that plus a really really emotional moment on dancing with the stars uh, we'll get to both of those when we return welcome back hey look ma i made it Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything Wizard of Oz. I'm Jace with Dawn and Rob. It is uh, a Tuesday, November 19th. Uh, thanks for being here. So there seems to be some sort of, I don't want to call it a breakthrough because they're still fighting, but yeah, yeah, yeah they're still fighting, <laughs> but some sort of development in the Taylor Swift, <laughs> uh, the Taylor Swift Scooter uh, Scott Borchetta fight. So I guess now she will be able to per- perform her old hits on the American Music Awards. Thank goodness, a grateful nation says thank you. <laughs> right, um, but they're still fighting. Okay, and. I woke up this morning and I looked uh, on the Insta and Scooter, Scooter Braun posted uh, something I found rather interesting. Just a font, uh, black font over a white background. And all it says is kindness is the only response. Oh, for God's sake. After she publicly comes out there and says that you were trying to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Because she had to do that in order to get what she wanted. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So I was like, um. Since when is kindness your response? Yeah. I'm like, um, I don't know if that's real. <laughs> I don't know. Do, if that's do you really mean your mantra? Is that really? It's, I, really? I don't know if that's really what you're doing, but okay. 
Maybe maybe he's saying because he's not talking about it. You know, maybe, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the big beef was that she's not allowed to record or re-record different versions of her songs yes. for a year. That's in the contract. So uh, technically, her doing a live performance and it being taped is a re-recording. And that's yes. what the big stink was about. So uh, maybe there's some agreement where it's like this can never be sold for a profit this performance May, yeah. maybe you can't uh put a live album out there and have this as one of the tracks that's yeah. the only thing i can think of i uh i don't because know we all know they're not gonna adjust just to be nice no 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 now i think they should oh sure but they're not going to. No, no I don't. I, and, and I don't believe, you know, when she first came out with a statement saying what they were trying to do, stop her from having any music in the documentary on Netflix or this AMA performance, they said, that's not true. We told her she could. Oh, no. She I can't. doubt it. I think that because she publicly came out and complained and they had to shut down their business, then they said, you know, we, we don't know when they said this. Why would she publicly come out and say that they wouldn't let her if it was all kosher. It's just Exactly. Again, I'll say it for the 80th millionth time. Scooter, if you want to lead with kindness, if you, if if you're, because I, I, to be fair, the reports are, he is frustrated with this feud. Scooter is. Yeah. He's, and he's frustrated with how Scott Borchetta, the guy who used to own the record label is handling this. So, I'm thinking to myself, Scooter, if you really are that frustrated and you're and you don't like how this is going, you can do something. I mean, you have the power to do something. So I'm just saying you 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 could you could easily meet with her and try to take care of this. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. I really don't. Yeah, I don't. Either. I don't see it. No, I don't see any way this is going to especially by the time the, the AMAs go. I know. Not all, not at all. Um, it's coming up on six fifty three. So very very sad. Yesterday on Dancing with the Stars, um, James Vanderbeek revealed uh, right before he went out to dance that his lovely wife had a miscarriage. Oh. Um, and then he went on to dance, and um, yeah, it was really. Oh, I got a text from a friend, Jamie. She's like, I am boo and a hooin. At the Dancing with the Stars, uh, t- here's uh, here's the moment. Take a listen to this. My wife Kimberly and I went through every expectant parent's worst nightmare. We lost the baby. The little soul that we had expected to welcome into our family took a shortcut to whatever lies beyond. You never know why these things happen. That's what I've been telling my kids. All you know is that it brings you closer together. It opens up your heart. Deepens your appreciation. It makes you more human. Oh, oh my gosh! And here's Emma, Emma Slater, and Allie Brooke uh, talking about James. He told me, I can't see a scenario where I'm not here dancing because I need this in my life at the moment. I need that engine. It's not right that we're not both here. You know what I mean? And James, especially after everything he's been through, it's just, it's just, it's horrible. Well, and this is really sweet. Allie tried to give her votes to 
to James. Oh, this was, yeah. Two votes to save Allie and Sasha. Can I give it to James? Please? No, 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 no. That's that's lovely of you to say that. But I know, I know. Oh, I know. that makes me want to cry. Isn't that sweet? Allie and Sasha have been saved and sent to the finale by the judges. I just want to let this moment breathe. Oh, my God. That makes me cry. That was so sweet of her. Because I know it was genuine. Yes. It wasn't like a, it wasn't a stun. I think no. it was. I uh, know. I know it was so genuine, and, and just I yeah. And then James, <laughs> I love Tom Bergeron. No, you no, can't do that. Can't well, thanks that. a lot, Gotta, Tom. Yeah, and then uh, shortly after the episode aired, uh, James posted a lovely, just a beautiful photo of one of his girls with um, with his wife um, in the hospital. So. He has quite a few kids, doesn't he? Yeah, I think he has like I think he has four, four like Steve four Patterson. Five, yeah, exactly. <laughs> A million kids. Very much a little oh, Von Trapp, a little uh, yeah. little Von Trapp singing group, but uh, but yeah, it just felt horrible. It was just it was a, such a sweet moment. But what a pro man, you know what I mean? For it's, sure, and a great dancer. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Six fifty-five, everybody. We're going to take a very small break. Uh, when we come back, the seven o'clock hour will commence. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us on social media. Lex in the cities. Donna Dark and Jason Matheson back right after these words. Oh, baby, any day that you're gone away, it's a beautiful.